Now streaming with a convoluted release schedule, it's the Tim and Josh Show. Soldiers, don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, or what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men, with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines, you are not cattle, you are men. Soldiers, in the name of democracy, let us all unite! Yo! What up, man? Yo, what's up, bro? How you doing? I'm doing good. That's good, that's good, that's good. That's good. (laughs) I'm glad to hear you doing well. I feel like I haven't heard from you in a while. Uh, Well, I mean, I've heard from you uh, quite a lot. (laughs) The internet has not heard from us in uh, some time. Oh, no. I mean, I think we might have lost our, uh, you know, like, only listener, so. <laughs> hey, we in, got in that process. fan letter. <laughs> yes. All right. Oh, man. Well, let's see. We uh, we had a, we had a problem with recording because the semester happened to be a difficult one. Uh, yeah, and actually this one appears to be about the same. I know. Sadly, Tim is is going to classes through the summer. Yeah, I'm like neck deep in homework right now, so we gotta. <laughs> <laughs> so hey guys, what's up? Bye. Bye. <laughs> but uh, you you've managed to take some time off and have some fun. Yes, I have actually. Uh, my school there's like a month in between uh, uh, this semester and the last one, so I took that time and relaxed. Yeah, so what do you what have you been doing in your uh, downtime, if you will? Well, I thought, you know, it'd be uh, fun to go to Disney World, so I went to Disney World. <laughs> um, oh. The only thing, uh, I think I made a mistake in my choices were, uh, was the fact that I was capable of driving uh, from where I currently live to Oh, Florida. man, I understand. I understand your pain. So yeah. for those of you who don't know, Tim and I, uh, during our break whilst we were out of school, uh, I still am off of classes. I don't start till July. Uh, we both separately went to Florida. <laughs> Just randomly. Individual trips completely of each other. Just happened to uh, happened to be able to make some time. We were able to go to Disney together. That was some fun. Uh, but that drive, though, yeah, that drive was awful. Yeah, and you still got to make another one. I know. I'm 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 dreading it. <laughs> I'm thinking about like just le- letting my old life go. Yeah, <laughs> just and staying live on down the there. Beach. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I I met a couple of beach bums while. while I was Did you? There. I have yeah, yet yeah. to meet a single beach bum. I'm well, really Char- upset about that. Yeah, Charlene and I were uh, we were sitting. Under the pier, right? Because it was super hot out and uh, and whatnot. We didn't have chairs, so we made our own chairs. We we dug into the sand, uh, up, up against like kind of a hill part, and yeah. and we made our own chairs in the shade. Uh, and it was actually quite nice. Oh, but then, that does sound nice. Yeah, but then uh, Beach Bum came, asked if he could sit uh, next to us at this at this pole of the pier. And they were like, yeah, sure, of course. But then he was he was kind of crazy. And then one of his other beach bum friends came up and was real rowdy. 
and real loud and uh, so we left <laughs> well dang yeah so uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about your trip uh you did something that I've wanted to do, but I have I've yet to to got the, get the opportunity to do, and that's uh you used Airbnb to book where yeah. you're staying. Yeah, I used so, Airbnb. Yeah, so tell me about, I mean, tell me about that how that process was and like how you feel about the system now that you've used it. So, you know, I I will probably use it again um, if I need to save money for something. Um, but if, if I go on vacation after my current situation is over and I'm in more of a, uh, permanent type job with a, a little bit higher income, I don't know if I'm going to use it again. Um, wait, Tim, higher income than, than I pay you to do this show. <laughs> you told me, you told me five bags of ramen and you were good. What do you want? Six? Greedy? <laughs> But yeah, so, but for now, uh, it, it works for me. Though, I have some reservations still about it and and whatnot, but I, I don't know what well, specifically. Well, I, I'm curious about, like, so, I mean, I know because we've discussed this, but, you know, someone who hadn't used the service, so explain to me, you know, these places that you stayed at, what, what condition were they in? Did you see the owners? Did you interact with any of the people living there because you tell that they were lived in like yeah so um when i booked the places that uh i was going to stay at clearly i i looked at the reviews read a lot about the places um obviously because you know you're going to stay in this person's house you know <laughs> it's not quite a business so there's no company to be held responsible if something went wrong right Right. Um, so I read I read reviews of all the places I was at, and that's actually actually how I chose uh, the places I was going to stay at. But one thing I was not expecting um, was kind of like the the people who have houses um, but rent them out entirely to Airbnbers, and with they don't actually live there. Like, no one permanently lives in those places. They're all just people uh, using Airbnb. And, you know, it, it's just strange. It it seemed very much like a hotel, um, but kind of in a legal gray area, I would say. Um it's called subletting, what, what the people were doing. And it's not necessarily legal unless you have uh, an agreement with whoever uh, you're renting the place from. Uh, where, it, was, where was that at? Uh, actually, both. so I rented three places uh, overall for the trip. Two, two of them in Atlanta, Georgia, because that was kind of the midway point uh, between where I was going and where, you know, where I was from. Um, yeah. And just consequently, both places in Atlanta, Georgia, were ran that way. Um, I didn't really like that, um, just because I didn't know the people who were staying there. It added another level of uncertainty with my security. You know what I mean? I, I take I take my own personal security uh, as well as those around me. Yeah. Extremely yeah. seriously. <laughs> so. Um, 
That I was uncomfortable with, and I wish it was uh, disclosed in the in the uh, Airbnb page for those places. Like, hey, no one actually stays here but you. Right. But the Airbnbers, right. So you could be right. staying with anyone who decides to use Airbnb. So you're saying that, like, this is a house with multiple rooms, and you could be thrown together with someone else, another airbnb who also right. rented out a room. Right. Oh, okay. See, I, I didn't get that originally. Yeah, so I did not like that. Was there anyone else there, or was it just you? So the first place we went to, we were only there probably like nine hours just to sleep um, and get ready for the the next uh, leg of the trip. Um, We didn't see anyone there, but there were lights on in other rooms, so... um, but that place was definitely ran like a hotel. In fact, when we got there, you know, we didn't know how to get in, so we messaged the person. He's like, oh, well, I'll just let you in remotely. He had, like, an electronic lock on the door, and he just gave us a code uh, to use. And uh, Okay. I, could, I mean, I could definitely see how, like, you could feel unsafe. Like, what if someone else just had the code or, like... Right. Yeah. Yeah. So... so but, uh, yeah, continue. Okay, so yeah, so that place, I mean, it, it was in like a really shady neighborhood, but that place uh, was ran like a hotel um, with each person in each room, but the other place in Atlanta, Georgia, was just an apartment with basically one room, a one-room apartment, and we had the room and we rented it, because uh, that's the one I chose. I, I didn't know there were other ones for that place. Um, but apparently the guy also rents out the living room as a room to stay in. Uh, they had, they had, he had a bed in there and also one of the closets. So, um, yeah, I did not One like. of the closets. What, like what, what do it you was, mean? The closet like was just closet. like, the closet was just barely big enough to fit like a twin in. Um, so so Airbnb is definitely not checking up on these people. <laughs> well, it's just strange because these places had good reviews. And I, maybe some people just don't care about that, but I did not like that. Because when we were at that place in the, the Atlanta, Georgia, the second time, we had a little bit more downtime. And we actually ran into uh, some of the people who were staying there, and they kind of sketched me out. Really? Yeah. But I did I did bring my extra lock with me, so I was able to put another lock on any door. Yeah, that was really cool. The the fact that you you brought your own like specific lock that you put you put on any door to make it lock from the inside. Yeah, so you can't open that door unless I take that off. Um, and so that made me feel the, better. What was the the price range for uh, this Airbnb? Um, around so. so the places in Atlanta, Georgia, were about thirty-five dollars a day, which is pretty cheap for two people. Um, yeah, I th- I was down in Florida a total of nine days. We had that place, um, and I spent like three hundred dollars, which is pretty good because it's in Orlando, Florida. Uh, yeah, and I would have spent probably about a hundred and fifty dollars a day. Uh, if I stayed at a hotel, so. 
That is nice. Yeah, I saved a lot of money doing it, though. Uh, the place in Atlanta, Georgia was much nicer than the place, or the places in Orlando, Florida were much nicer than the places in Atlanta. Just, so, because, uh, okay. just because I lived with the guy, essentially. Right. I remember I saw that place. That place isn't bad, though. But I, I like that place. Yeah, it was nice. Um, so overall, Airbnb, recommend or don't recommend? If you're on a budget, I would recommend it, but definitely check out to see if the people actually live there. Because otherwise it seems kind of sketchy and... You don't know who you're getting thrown together with. Right, you don't know who you're going to be with. Um, and it might not be legal for them to do that. <laughs> you know, you're actually, uh, you're mentioning the legal gray area. There was a, a girl in Florida who, uh, she was running Airbnb out of her house and she was making so much money, um, she had to that, pay hotel. yeah, she, they, they wanted her to, to classify as a hotel, but if she classified it as a hotel, like, She'd have to, I don't know, it was like change the facilities or, you know, she couldn't just use her house and be like, it's a hotel. So she was in an in-between where the, the city was like, you've got to shut this down or pay these taxes on it. Yeah. And she's like, but it's not a hotel. People are just staying with me. Yeah, and I would, uh, the places that I stayed in when the people didn't live there, I would definitely have to be on the legal side of that one um, because they clearly have this place just to make extra money and you know they're they're not claiming it and they're not paying any taxes uh, on that. So, and the guy looked like the, the second time I lived uh, was in Atlanta, the guy, I swear, he, this dude like worked at a hotel. Um, because he had, like, I went around, you know, I looked through his stuff, and I found, a, like, a lot. <laughs> you hear that guy in Atlanta that he said at your place? Yeah. He snooped all through your drawers. Yeah, so I found, um, like, a laundry bag from a hotel, um, filled with all, like, I mean, huge bag, filled with, like, all the shampoos and the soaps and the little bathroom things. I mean, like, to the brim filled uh, with with all that stuff. I swear this guy worked at a hotel, and he's just stealing from his work. But yeah, man, so that's, I mean, Airbnb, man. It's it's all right. It saves money, that's for sure. Well, that's good, that's good. So this trip of yours, man, uh, what, 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 tell me about it. What'd you do? Oh, uh, well... You know, obviously I went to Disney World. I went to Disney World for four days, and I went to Universal Studios for three days. And then I went to the beach uh, for like a day and a half, um, and that was all the time I had down there. Yeah, because you were going to go see the uh, the rocket launch. Yeah, yeah, I was actually really excited about that, but it was canceled. Uh, it went on the next day, but I didn't have another day to go to the beach, so that was pretty sad. Yeah, man. Uh, Universal. Uni- yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Uni- words. Words. <laughs> <laughs> Universal Studios um, probably had the coolest thing overall. Uh, like Disney. Disney was much nicer feeling, um, but Universal had one thing on Disney, um, and that was the Harry Potter world. 
Yeah, I'm super jealous that you got to do Harry Potter World because I've always, always wanted to do that. Yeah, so the Harry Potter bit, uh, it was super immersive. Like, you felt like you were there. And, I mean, like, we went there primarily for the three days. Like, we rode other rides just to ride other, th- ride other things, but yeah, we went to the Harry Potter world. For Harry Potter. Yeah, we went to Universal for Harry Potter. Exactly. So... Well, I remember seeing your pictures and videos, and it looked like you guys had a phenomenal time there. Yeah, we had a blast. I need to upload those photos onto like Facebook or whatever, but I haven't had. Yeah, time. did you uh, did you get that thing you were doing with the stormtrooper? Did you get some good pictures? Yeah, I think so. Um, I didn't take as many photos as I would have liked, um, but it's really it was really just because I was enjoying myself. Um, yeah, you didn't want to. I mean, I, I had the same idea. I mean, I'm still currently down here, but uh, I brought a little TARDIS. I've been taking pictures around, but there's so many times where I'm like, I want to take it out and take a cool picture, but I'm also like, I mean, I'm enjoying myself right now. Let's not, like, I don't want to be out of the moment and worrying about taking a picture. Exactly, yeah. Yep, that was exactly the same scenario I was in, essentially, with that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I got a pretty good, pretty good set of photos for that. So, mostly beach photos, which is strange because I spent the least amount of time there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's all anyone really wants to hear about, anyways. Oh, you went to Florida? Tell me about the beach. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, what about your your trip, man? So my trip, well, thought I I take a month off of everything and and go hang out in Florida. Uh, and luckily, my job. Allows me to still be down here and work, so I'm not just exclusively on vacation. Um, but as as I'm sure I've mentioned in the past, uh, I like music a lot, um, all types of music, and I know a bunch of musicians down here. And so I've, I've really just been uh, been connecting with people and and hanging out with guys and, and just 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 listening to them play and finding new music. And in fact, uh, someone we have on the show today is someone that that I, I heard at an open mic night down here in florida and turns out he he has his own band and he was just doing it for fun and so uh that's pretty much just what i've been doing i mean i've been on the beach and i've been working but uh really just trying to get into the music is what i've been trying to do just better myself and then uh hear hear great music because isn't that what we're all about here at the uh tim and josh show that's right exposing people to, to good music so speaking of uh of music um segues are weird Segways uh, are weird. Recently, uh, someone that you and I both quite enjoy um, released uh, a new comedy special slash musical adventure. Musical adventure. <laughs> uh, yes, he did. A Mr. Bo Burnham. Yes. Literally a god amongst men. Well, figuratively. No, literally. <laughs> His uncle is Thor. His uncle is actually Thor. <laughs> Not Chris Hemsworth, like actually the real character of Thor. <laughs> what, did, what did you think of the special? Um, I, I'm sure you've heard me talk about it enough, but... Simply blown away. I loved it. What, when it came out, was amazing. And this one, Make Happy, 
even better. Um, I'm super jealous of you, though, because you got to go actually see him perform live. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I really, really enjoyed that. However, um, I think it kind of ruined the experience of watching um, the special on Netflix, uh, just because I feel like my, like watching it in person was so much better um, than watching it on the screen, because you know he's an actual. I think that was the weirdest part, though, for me as well, because I've only ever seen Bo Burnham on screen, YouTube. right? <laughs> YouTube. Welcome to YouTube. Yeah. Um, so it was weird to see that he's an actual, like, physical, you know, person. You know what I mean? Not just like a... Right. He's, some, he's a tangible object. He's not right. this... Figment of right, this the internet. That, right. This fake thing that you just see. Um, so I don't really don't want to give away too much about the special because, like, I, I really do feel like, especially when it comes to him and his shows, like, there are things that you need to see as one complete piece, you know? Okay, yeah. Uh, organically. So anyways, there's a part in the show where Bo kind of addresses the audience directly, um, and the house lights come up, and, like, he actually ha- talks to them. Um, I'm, I'm just curious, as an audience member, how did that feel, that whole last about ten minutes of the show? Um... I feel like it had more of an impact on the special if you watched it alone. Uh, just just because in the middle of our show that he was at, he actually went into, like physically went into the audience uh, and talked to people and connected more on a, a one-on-one uh, basis instead of, instead of, you know, appearing to connect through his song. Um, though that bit right there, that was super cool because you could see that he was actually like, without giving too much away, auto-tuning himself. Yeah. I mean, that whole last part is, I mean, he ended it just like, like, you know, what ended with that big, that big number that everyone remembers. Right. And this one I think is, is no different. People will remember how this one ended for sure. Um, so, anyways, I, let's let's move on from that. Uh, I just, you know, you and I, we both love him a lot. Just wanted to touch upon uh, Bo Burnham's "Make Happy," which is amazing. I highly recommend you check it out. Bo Burnham endorsed the show. Um, we know you're rich now, so mm. you can help us out. Um, funny, just leave you with this. I saw him actually doing an interview for uh, for a co- local college he was at. And one of them, one of the interviewers came up to him and was like, what's up, Bo? My name's so-and-so. I'm here with the local radio and held out a tape recorder. And Bo Burnham looks at him and goes, the internet well, I'm is... so... <laughs> what? The internet is killing your medium. <laughs> well, he, said, he says, I'm so glad to be here on this thriving medium of radio. <laughs> <laughs> So anyways, Bo Burnham, Make Happy, it's on Netflix, check it out. Moving on, Tim, do you know what? No. Like, I'm, ah, this, it just, I feel like, like I'm struggling inside and I need to get some things off my chest, you know? You know what I'm saying? No. Look, what I guess, I guess what I'm trying to tell you is it's time for the news. Oh. 
It's time for the news. <laughs> Headlines. man are you ready to do some news we've been uh we've been out of the game for just a little bit so so i've got some stuff i'd uh like to cover if you wouldn't mind even if it's uh, a little out of date okay first things first the titanic has sank she did not make her maiden voyage <laughs> all hope is lost two first thing uh, first on the realist <laughs> Can we talk? Can we talk a little, uh, little some, some that's that's kind of my favorite and yours. Can we talk just a little bit about uh, some Star Wars? <laughs> so, as many of the internet know, as in all of them, all of the internet know, the entire that... internet know. <laughs> As all of the internet know, the trailer for Rogue One released a while back. Oh, I was, you're not going to lie, I was wondering what you were talking about, because Star Wars hasn't been in the news for <laughs> some time now. <laughs> for a now. good while, but I feel like we would be doing a disservice to us and our legions of fans if we didn't at least touch upon some Star Wars in every episode. Okay. So, thoughts? Uh, not gonna lie, that was a long time ago. I barely remember watching Bo Burnham's special this morning. Okay, so, just a little recap. We think we may have heard Vader's voice. It's a prequel. It's another one with a female-centric character. And it was just in the news because they saw the finished film and they decided it did not have... Uh, it wasn't cohesive enough, and it's going back for four weeks of reshoots. Oh, snap. But that's okay, because The Force Awakens had reshoots, too. Is that going to push back the, its release day, or...? No, 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 no. It's built, they, they built in now. They, they're, like, in the schedule, they plan for reshoots. Um, and just real quick, uh, another movie that got reshoots recently was... Uh, it was Suicide Squad... And uh, they pushed back free shoots after Deadpool came out because they decided that Suicide Squad wasn't funny enough. Oh. And so I'm a little worried about that because... You're going to just, like, have, like, jump cuts of, like, (laughs) one-liners? Just thrown in there. Like, (laughs) characters who have clearly died scenes ago. Like, or all of a sudden... On a stage, like, like, in front of a crowd... (laughs) <laughs> just standing somewhere so like what's the deal with airline food <laughs> the jokers over here like gotham is mine the world is mine cut to <laughs> what's the deal with airline food am i right <laughs> oh, man. oh man good times are to be had by all which worries me though reshoots always worry me just because i'm worried that that the studio may have gotten too involved with whatever it is and might ruin any originality in it already. Uh, well, I think 
I think reshoots could be good. Um, however, a reshoot in the way that you're talking about, like a reactionary reshoot, uh, it's probably not for the best. I mean, I'm gonna go see Suicide Squad. No matter. Oh yeah, I, I am too. Uh, I'm excited <laughs> I mean, for it. At this point, like, at this point, one thing I think they've messed up with the advertising for this one is they are talking the Joker up so much. Well, I mean, he's yeah, he's the Joker. I get it, but they are really, really talking him up. He better be as good as we are being told. I'm I'm thinking so. I hope so. So moving on from Suicide Squad and Star Wars, what do you got for me, Tim? Okay. Uh, so this is not nearly as fun as oh. either of those. Oh. <laughs> we can talk about taxes. Um, actually, pretty close. Hey. Hey. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, between 2011 to 2015, the Federal Reserve Bank was hacked more than 50 times. It had over 50 cyber breaches in our central bank. Do you know what, what I feel like that number should be? Hmm. Zero? Yeah, that's, yeah, that should be zero. Yeah, yeah. That should be a completely impenetrable fortress. Exactly, yep, yep. Um, 50 times. Yeah, so someone who works at the the Fed um, got a letter from someone who was concerned about that after that report and said uh, they will respond to it. That's it? Respond to the problem, yeah. Do we know what the problem, do they know, like, what the severity is? Like, how far in could someone get? Um... Not that you know of not, right now. Not that I, no, not that I know of off the top of my head. It says here that one of the incidents, someone stole $81 million. Which is a pretty significant number, if I do say so. Myself. And they didn't catch, they didn't, they didn't just catch him. <laughs> like, like, would you say $86 million? 81, but yes. $81 million doesn't just show up, you know, in someone's bank account. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that would raise a flag. You know what I mean? Like I can't. I any can't... any bank is like, okay, eighty-one million dollar transaction coming right. in. Like I can't even buy like, you know, something from like a like a game a game code website. You know what I mean? Like where you pay for the code and you unlock it on Steam. I can't buy anything on that. Yeah. I imagine. If I got $81 million, my bank would probably give me a call. Right. Anytime I buy anything off of Amazon, they're always like, are you sure? This is college books. You don't seem like someone who would buy college books. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, bank. Yes, bank. I would. I would like to buy that. What's crazy, like, like my bank has even declined me buying Taco Bell. Like, of all places... Not the, place the Holy I, Land. Right, like, the place I go to the most, probably, right? Taco Bell. I can't believe they declined you... Like, they declined your card? Like, you had yeah. to call your bank and be like, yo, it's it's me. Yeah, exactly. I had to call them. I was like, hey, I'm just trying to buy some tea, Bell. What, what gives? You know how embarrassing it is when your card is declined? 
especially at Taco Bell, right. they probably just look at you like... It costs $3. <laughs> you scum of the earth. <laughs> Luckily, I have a Google Wallet card, and I've got a USA, but... Um, hey, man. just for uh, security purposes, what's the login to your Google Wallet? Uh, don't worry, it only has $8 on it. Um, actually, I have no idea off the top of my head, but... Funny thing, funny thing about the Google Wallet thing is they're getting rid of the physical cards. You can't get a physical card anymore. And uh, they're turning off their functionality at the end of this month. So, Dang. Yeah, Hold so, on to that card. It'll be worth something at some point in the future. Maybe, yeah. It'll be worth more than the $0 you have on it right now. Oh, I have $8 on it right now. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't so, realize I was talking to the Sultan of, of Arabia over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Be careful. You're simply abreast. I, I am simply abreast with currency. <laughs> what is that from? Dude, that's from Mystery Team, bro. Hmm. I am simply abreast with currency. <laughs> I'm wearing a top hat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. oh, man, bro. You got any other news you want to throw my way? Oh, I literally forgot what we were just talking about. Uh, let's see. So, apparently... You know how Tesla made the self-driving car bit, you know? Yeah. Well, apparently there's this video of a Tesla driver who was snoozing uh, while in traffic. That's funny. It just shows a, a brief glimpse into the future of what cars can do. <laughs> because America's not lazy enough. Right. <laughs> now you can sleep while you move. Yeah. We've oh, all there's started... actually there's actually one news story that I would really like to touch base on. Um, okay. Norway, you know the country yeah. Norway. Yeah. Um, is moving to ban the sale of petroleum cars. So, so before before we get into that, you I heard Norway is moving. Norway is moving. They're and I was take like, what are they just drifting away? The, there they go. <laughs> Norway's like, man, I can't I can't hang out here anymore. They're gonna take their city and they're <laughs> gonna push it somewhere else. <laughs> are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? Are you feeling it now? <laughs> so they're gonna ban petroleum based cars. Yes, yeah, so they're gonna be able to gas. gasoline for us American speakers. Yes. That is probably a step in the right direction for it, sure. It is. I'm actually really glad about it. Um, I'm ex- I'm excited to hear that news too. That's a that's good news. I just uh, hope you know other countries follow suit. Yeah. So they're ba- uh, it's as early as 2025. Uh, gasoline powered cars will not be uh, able to be sold in in Norway, which is kind of cool. That- because, you know, maybe our gas-powered cars, like the classic ones, will be even more valuable because it runs on something that's so antiquated. Although, um, I don't think gas will ever go away. Um, really? Well, I mean, like, like as a, you know, there'll, there'll be, as like, the occasional... As a form of energy, like, yeah. gas will always be used somewhere. Yeah. And maybe not I mean, it... primarily, um, but there will be... You know, some still using it. But just the fact that if we could just reduce how much of it we use is is still good. Right. Like, even if, like, 
Like, let's just say we took it out. Like, even if, if we took all the cars, you know, that use gas and we just stopped using them, like, the amount of gasoline and, and like, emissions that that would save us is ridiculous. Yeah, so, oh. um, and people, people cite that, you know, since electric cars, they run on the energy grid, uh, of wherever you're living, which is powered by fossil fuels anyway, uh... Why bother with electric cars? Um, well, I mean, I, honestly, you've got you've got somewhat of a point there, right? But um, since like power plants don't have to move, right? Uh, like cars do, they don't have to worry about weight, and they can upscale tremendously. It's about uh, I don't know exactly what percentage, but it's way more efficient and way cheaper. Uh, to produce power at a power plant than to produce power locally for your car to move forward. Yeah, I, I mean, I would I would have to assume it, it it's that way. Yeah. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear what you say. Norway? Norway, yes. Norway is a step in the right direction. I hope I hope that we can follow suit, um, although uh, America is really far behind on the renewable energy. Um, but, I mean, I've talked about this even today. Renewable energy, I feel like, is extremely important. Not just to, like, for like the world, but like for myself, as well. Um, it's definitely a big life goal that I want to achieve. Uh, yeah, I remember last uh, last year I went to a seminar that Bill Nye gave, and it was all about renewable energy. And honestly, after after listening to like what he talked about, he talked about like how you know, if like wind energy is so easy to harness, and like we do have areas of the country or out in the ocean where we know we could we could get the power we needed. It's just a lot of lobbying from various interest groups who are halting progress, which I think ultimately progress will always win over. It's just going to be a slow grind. Right. Yeah. There's, There's a to... lot of cogs that don't want to move that will either have to replace or take out completely. Right, yeah. There's definitely going to be some pushback um, with that. But yeah, like 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 you said, wind in, wind energy super easy to super easy to use. Um, I I really like the solar roadways idea. Um, you know, yeah, I think that's genius. I've heard about that. I like that a lot. Yeah, I like that a lot. But for like myself personally, right? I spoke with you about this, like I said today. Uh, I want I want my house to have solar panels on the front, uh, or not on the front, on the on the roof, and then like a a small wind turbine in in the back uh, backyard, and uh, use geothermal heating and cooling to heat and cool the house. I mean, that's the way of the future, bro. Uh, and I think it, it'll become that way eventually. Uh, that's just standard um, to make houses green like that. But Yeah. So uh, as our last story today, unless you have more, uh, just the one that I really want to touch upon is the, is the one that everyone's kind of talking about right now. Okay. Uh, uh, I've got one that we could just touch briefly on that I saw and I thought was interesting. All right. Well, well, is it is it a little lighter? Is it a lighter story? No. No, neither is this. Okay. So. Uh, well, I mean, I guess it's good. Uh, it really depends on your perspective. All right. So hear this. 
All right. So the uh, the Stanford rape case. Whoa, you're getting a little heavy there. I know. I I told you you buckle in. No, I'm still still loosey goosey. Okay. Well, let me let me break down what went down, and then uh, we'll see how you're feeling. Okay. Okay. So real quick, on the evening of January seventeenth, um, at the University of California. Uh, there was a frat party going on, and there, one of the students, Brock Turner, um, repeatedly um, slept with a, an intoxicated, passed-out female, whose name I don't really want to share, because why even make her feel matter. more pain, you know? Yeah, that that does not matter. Yeah. Um, and... The big, the big deal about this case is because I want, I want to make it brief because, you know, I'm only talking about these things. Um, he was sentenced. Uh, he, you know, he was, he was caught. He was tackled by two gentlemen, and the the police came and he was sentenced. And he, he you know, he went to court, and his sentence was, was it? It was six months of jail time. Uh, which is absolutely disgusting. Because um, the maximum the big... penalty is almost 15 years. Yeah. So, I mean, that's 10, like 3% of what he could have gotten. Right. And the, the judge the judge had says that, that she didn't want to ruin his life um, by doing that to him. And his dad has been stepping up to play for him, up to bat for him, and and defending him. And yeah. uh, I don't know if you've seen the letter. There was a letter circulating because the victim actually wrote a long letter she read to him in court about how, like, you know, she's never going to be the same person again. Yeah. Like, he's taken so much from her. Um, and it's, it's absolutely gross that he got only, what was it, <laughs> nine months? No, he got six months. Six months. I'm sorry. I'm thinking a six upside down. That he only got uh, six months, and his dad is talking about has been talking about how we shouldn't focus on that. Instead, we should focus on the fact that you know he's a good athlete and he has dreams and he has hopes and like we don't even know like what this is gonna do to him, you know. Uh, but here is my my silver lining to the story. My upsetting silver lining to the story. So, dude, his name's Brock, was a swimmer, and apparently a very good swimmer. Um, and his goal was to always go to the Olympics. And my thinking is, at least from what I, I've gathered from this story, um, you know, his parents have some money. They must have a good lawyer to be able to get what they got. Um, I'm thinking... He, damn, I'm thinking, uh, his dad's talking about, like, how he was a good swimmer and stuff, and we should focus on that, and my thinking is, they were trying to sweep this under the rug and not talk about it, so that way, he might have a shot at going to the Olympics one day. Yeah. Uh, well, today, the Olympic Committee has officially banned him for life from the Olympics. Yeah, he was also banned. I didn't know what you were talking about, um, but you know, I had I had read that he was banned from uh, 
I forget what exactly uh, the place is called, but it's like a swimming, um, kind of like an official like swimming competition. Uh, but they like a like they officiate like all of them, essentially. Yeah. Um, so any sanctioned event by them, uh, he is also banned for life. Which is good. I mean, yeah, but it's, it's not. <laughs> Which is good, right? You screw that guy. <laughs> but like, but I, it just it sucks because it's not enough. You know what I mean? Like, who cares but- if? Like, the dad said it was only 20 minutes of action. Who cares? He's going to lose all that stuff in his life. Who cares, man? He decided to rape a, someone. Like, he's a rapist. Like, everything from that point on, of course his life is going to be different because he's a rapist. Right. At this, there's, there's no there's, – it's never going to be, look, there's Brock. He has officially given him the title of Brock the Rapist. Right. He is. <laughs> the worst superhero I've ever heard of. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, a lot of people are getting upset, and I think everyone has a right to be upset about this. Personally, I, I I don't think he's nearly suffering enough for what he's done. Oh, not at all. Yeah. All right, well, now that my depressing story is out of the way, Tim, what are you going to take us home with? Oh, okay, so... um. You know, you know, you know the United States, right? The Constitution, all that goodness. No, you know, no what is what? What is well, that? Well, you know, the Constitution gave Constitution gave us, you know, certain rights, right? Uh, um, what, if, if if I if I just can I just are they were they unalienable rights? Is yeah, that yeah, yeah, okay. Un, unalienable, right? Okay. Uh, one of which uh, was the separation of church and state, right? Mm. Um, so our founding fathers uh, wanted to escape, you know, persecution because of what you believe in, right? So right. they decided to make government a completely um, religion-free entity. You know, they they cannot back any re- any religion um, publicly, right? Right. Or privately. Um, which is a whole other scenario with the in God we trust on the on the money thing, um, but that was put on during the uh, uh, Cold War era, and uh, we 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 generally associated atheists to be uh, also communist, so we were scared of the big communist. We put the money on the, or we put the in God we trust statement on our money uh, during the Cold War to kind of show that we're different than the communists, you know, that we have more of a moral uh, background. Um, And it was really just a reactionary thing that we did because we were scared. Um, And I think eventually it'll be taken off our money, but that's going to be some time from now. Um, but anyway, and we have started a riot. <laughs> oh yeah, we we've upset. Uh, clearly, we've upset people. Um, just with what what I just said. But um, on that same vein, right? Uh, in Texas, there was a of course Texas, right? Um, right. there was a county. Um, 
who the sheriff in the county decided that he would put uh, crosses on all of his police cars. Um, and it wasn't it wasn't like just like you know in a part of the in God we trust thing. He made it sure that he was uh, promoting um, religion. In fact, one of his statements uh, said that. Uh, he wanted God's protection over his deputies, um, and that's what the the cross was for. Which you know, you have your own beliefs, and I understand that. Uh, however, as okay, before you continue, let me just say that while me or you, we may or we may not share uh, these beliefs with him. Um, I do believe, from what you've told me so far, that. It's admirable if he believed what he was doing was right, but continue. Admirable in what way? Admirable as in, like, he honestly thought it would help out, but I I also don't agree with church and state being together. Yeah, so, I mean, like, if he wanted to put that kind of stuff on his own um, property, that's fine. Um, However... Being a government entity, he's not allowed to do that. Uh, he's not allowed to endorse religion. Um, he's especially, I mean, with police, right? Like you're you're in the community, you're you're seen by everyone. Right. Um, not only that, but like, what if the the officers that are under you don't necessarily agree with? with your own uh, beliefs and they feel kind of alienated because you constantly, you know, promote a different religion. But, uh, yeah. So, you know, they, they had put that on the, the trucks and someone had, uh, sued. Uh, then they asked them to take them down and they, they told them no. Um, but they, they sued to get them to take it off and they won. Um, they didn't look for money in their, in their suit. They just sued for legal fees and, um, the plaintiff received $1. (laughs) So. (laughs) (laughs) He should have turned around and donated that to the police department. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, I heard you're strapped for cash now. (laughs) Here's a dollar. Yeah. So they had to take that off all the trucks. Um. Which was, which I think was good. It was a, a good win for you know the Constitution and separation of church and state. So what I like about this story, what I really like about this story is, this seems like this this was an issue approach with a significant amount of maturity. Just the fact that this guy was not like, also I want this money. Yeah. You know he was just like, hey, alright guys. You can't you can't do that. Can you like, just you take can that do, off? You, you do your thing all you want. Right. But this is government property. You can't do that here. Yeah, you can't put that on government property. You can't endorse religion. I'm not looking for money. If you if you just take it down, we'd be all good. But no, the sheriff the sheriff said no, and so they had to sue. Well, I say that's a win for America. I would say that was a win for America. All right. So with that, um. As I've been uh, saying, I've been down here in Florida just really uh, 
turns out like I've been finding like a lot of great musicians. I've got a lot of great things lined up so far, and, and I'm trying to get get a couple of them to come do some live stuff for us because you know how great that would be. Um. Anyways, here's here's a, here's a guy. I went to an open mic. I performed, and after that, uh, this guy came up and he did so well um, that I, I approached him. I was like, "Hey, man." Uh, my name's Josh. You know, I, I run this show. Do you do you mind if we use your stuff? And of course, he was super excited to let us do that. Um, you can you can find him on SoundCloud. I'll give you the link and all that afterwards. Uh, his name, by the way, uh, is absolutely ravishing. His name is uh, Joshua. Good, <laughs> good man, right there. Joshua Murray is his name, and uh, this is his song, um, "New Creature." So check it out. I know who you are. I've seen you before. I'm glad that we went our separate ways. It's been all so long since I've heard your song. I've forgotten the words. You sang I never thought, no, no I'd be so strong To look at you and just carry on You once were right I left me behind It laid me down up my cross Oh, new creature I'm a new creature A whole new creature The old man is dead and gone A new creature A whole new creature A new creature The old Dead and gone Hey I've been where you are Hurt, misled and scarred But blows that hurt have only Cleansed my heart Yeah Oh And I abandon you In all that you would do And made the choice to run to his everlasting arms Oh, I never thought, no, no, no I'd be so strong To look at you And just carry on You once were right yeah. I left me behind And laid me down to go my cross, yeah, yeah. A new creature, a whole new creature, a new creature. The old man is dead and gone. Yeah, new creature. Oh, I'm a new creature, a new creature. Dead and gone 
Wow, uh, that guy can sing. He's he reminds me kind of of a of a John Legend. I mean, not John Legend himself, because who can, else can sing that good? But absolutely fantastic. Yes, I enjoyed listening to every second of it. <laughs> Why do you sound like a robot, Tim? One of us one of us anyways you can find him if you like this stuff you can find him at uh, Jesus Music on SoundCloud um, he says Jesus Music because people have said they've been saved just by listening to his voice so uh, check him out he's got some good stuff uh, I heard him do a cover of Ain't No Sunshine when, when she's gone literally was crying by the end of the performance Simply amazing. I would definitely go check him out. Uh, and moving on to that, as I said earlier, yeah, I've met a lot of great musicians so far. And so I've got a lot of great things lined up for the show. Um, we've got someone who next time is going to be performing live for us. So get excited for that. Um, do you got anything else you want to add to this, Tim? Uh, have a great day. Oh, uh, find us on Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter. YouTube, uh, www.timandjoshshow.com will lead you right to our Facebook, which leads to everything else. And even if uh, we stop doing the Tim and Josh show, you know, we still got that uh, that URL for the next, uh, you know, four and a half years. So, <laughs> so get ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, it's good to be able to talk to you again. Signing off. My name's Josh. My name's Tim. And this has been. The Tim and Josh Show. We've got news. We've got sports. We don't have sports. We've got games. And we've got shorts. Josh, you're not wearing pants. We've got songs. And so much more.